Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with a great, great episode of Booze Your Daddy. I'm your host, the best, Dr. Alan Snyder, here a couple days before Election Day with a special guest, Zachary Elias. How are you doing, Zachary? Zachary, are you my mother? A very formal. I'm Zach at best. Zachary, about 102 temperature thermometer up my, whatever. We'll get to that. This is an e-podcast. You can go ahead with anything you want to say. I'm just glad you didn't make fun of my Trump accent. Trump accent was fine. It was serviceable. I mean, you may only have it for a few more days, so get your fill. You got a Biden accent or like a Kamala, mm-hmm, whatever they say. <laughs> Oh, my God. Do you know that I'm semi-canceled right now? I actually didn't plan on sharing this with the world. I've been doing, you know, Julia's podcast where we do a 90-day fiancé recap, and there is a sassy woman on the show. We'll leave it at that. Not a whole lot is real about her. The hair, not real. The smile, definitely not real. The eyelashes, the eyebrows, everything is fake. She goes home to her mother's house, and they share a glass of Chardonnay. And during the podcast, I go, you know no sisters from Chicago be drinking Chardonnay. Am I right? They do not from all the sisters from Chicago that I'm friends with. Meanwhile, uh, we have our first one-star review. Not everybody drinks malt liquor, okay? Be malt liquor. It could be somewhere in between like a sweet tea. I love that shit. But nevertheless. <laughs> I'm just glad I shared that with you. Well, everybody who's yeah, ever listened to this. How is that a semi-cancelable offense? I, it would, one uh, bad review? That's we, it. We have 11 reviews, and one of them is a one-star review entitled Racist Stereotypes, which I'm a frat boy, okay? If you said, like, thank you. You don't call your mother a moth, right? You do not. I mean, I could. She's got big Jewish hair and a lot of, like, this going on. But (laughs) nevertheless, it's not good. This is radio. Nobody can see this. Oh, wait, wait. You do not know that there are video recordings? And to anybody... There's a little button in the corner. I see what's doing. Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. It's YouTube.com where we put a lot of good video content up, but also there'll be some picture evidence of Zacharias Elias. I am this show. I'm somebody's boo and I'm somebody's daddy. Actually, I'm not sure I'm a boo anymore. It's married 12 years. She can't stand me. It's <laughs> enough already with me. But I am somebody's father, which is ridiculous in its own right. And to our listeners, I'm worried because I build up some people so much. Now, I think I'm funny. There are only you are funny. <laughs> Thank you. Go on. But really, enough talking about me. You talk about me. I got nothing to say. <laughs> there are people in this world that I crack up. They think I'm so funny. Alan, you should be a comedian. You are so funny. You should get on stage. That's my impressionation of your mother, just so you know. My mother would like you. I'm, a, I'm, a nice, I'm an NJB, nice, baby. You're a nice Jewish boy who's not me. It's great. <laughs> Fantastic. But personally, Zach, I think you're one of the funnier people I've ever met in a cringy, oh my God, what did you just say type of way. But you, I, you had me in tears. Maybe the only time I've laughed that hard in 2020 in tears and it's one of those you had to be there situations but you have if people think i have no filter you are the unfiltered version of me is that fair fair enough i mean i to a degree in our 20s other friends of mine had a disclaimer about when they met me that i'm not a bad person or and i'm not a mean steward person i just you know say what i want and throw a grenade and walk away and just see where it goes there was nobody else that i wanted to have on this show other than you because this episode is coming out yeah 95 (laughs) 
It's episode like 39 or so, so it's not that bad. But even so, this is the last episode before the election day on November the 3rd. And that's kind of why I opened up with my little trumpet, Sweet Donnie J. I guess it wasn't that good because you didn't think it was that great, but it was fine. I didn't know what, what I was, if I was supposed to emote. I wanted to have you on because you are the most outspoken person I know. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Say All right. what my opinion on, on politics or, you know, that woman who gave you a one-star review, I'll go. <laughs> No, please. I do not want to get canceled any more than I already have. The way this show goes is we're going to first start by cracking a beer. You and I have had many a beer. We have. I've got my beer. My label's falling off. It's a little limp. Is that the... That's not the only thing limp coming over the screen there. It might not be. As we were discussing beforehand how these headphones don't make our hairlines look so good. I mean, I am OTP. I'm on the pill, which I think has been working, but apparently there might be some side effects of my schmance. None yet, but... I'm only a few months in, and I am wearing frozen headphones because you told me I had to have good ones, so I'm rocking both an Anna and an Elsa. Anna? Anna and Elsa, the frozen chicks. All right, Zachy, let it go, Betty. Because so- the other headphones I had was well, Jets, giveaways, but the mouse gave me Carpal Tunnel, which you helped me with. You were fantastic. Excellent free advice. That is actually the true story. <laughs> so you are not an official patient, so I can just release. We, I haven't had my beer yet, so I don't know why you're drinking yet. That's not how. drink. No, I, I, said, I, I said get your beer out, but I'm glad that you have a yingling, which I'm pretty sure is from your Hanukkah party that I showed up for. No, we have plenty more of these. They, they, they buy. I recapped it. For <laughs> All right. He just put the cap back on the beer. This is great. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> If I could give a like spit it back in, I would have, but it's alright. <laughs> you got to swallow to taste the finish, buddy. Come on, you know the rules. I know the rules. <laughs> Zach had a, you're not a patient, so I can just talk openly about any medical diagnosis of yours. Where you asked me, laws with me anyway. Let, I'll, I'll break all your hippas. You, yeah. Zach had a finger issue about a month or two ago, and we talked about it. And me being a quote unquote doctor, I wanted to help him, and he basically I couldn't even do this two months ago. Yeah, you couldn't do the air quotes. He starts telling me all about that's going on with his finger, and finally, I figured out the issue. Zach was using a Jets New York Jets giveaway mouse. I'm that still was using it. how many inches is that? Well, what were you measuring from? From the base. You got to start from the base. It's got to be an inch and a half tops, this thing. Fully engorged. He's he's holding this tiny little mouse and going, my finger is getting... And I've worn off the Jets rewards. Not a lot of rewards being a Jet fan. It's horrible. (laughs) But I did get a free mouse and headphones. And I said... You ever think about getting just a regular sized mouse? And he goes, no, why would I do that? Like, well, I was like, well, if you tried that, maybe your finger would start feeling a little bit better. I started using a different finger and like rice, like wrapped it and elevated it, you know, and uh, iced it. I was good. A few days, Dr. Allen knows his stuff. There you go. I'll give you a five-star review on like ZocDoc or wherever you need. On Google, I'll send you the link. Don't get me started. I would love to crack my beer. Now, I have had a beer in the fridge for months that I've been waiting to try. And I've been trying to time my beers because I want to climax right at the, the right time. No better time than fake news, IPA, made by Defiant Brewing Company. That's going to be swill. It's all advertising. It looks great. It's a, it's right. a guy it in a suit. Great. You know, this looks like nothing. It's a beer in a green bottle. It's delicious. That's going to be mediocre at best because you bought it for this can. It could be anything inside. You've already, they've already got your money. You're not yeah. buying it twice. A boat's a boat. A mystery box? It could be anything. It could even be a boat. <laughs> Do you know the reference? No. Oh, it's Family Guy where Peter wins something and then they're like, would well, you want a mystery box or a boat? He's like, well, a boat's a boat. You know? <laughs> anyway, cheers, buddy. Here's to oh, you. Yeah. Kyle. Kyle. 
Yeah, I, I've already cracked mine, but I've re- you sipped that so daintily. That wasn't a sip. That was a foam overflowing. I better get this. No, this is a New England IPA. It's like Trump's hair coming out of there. It's just like wispy and all over the place. Oh, my God. Like, like Trump at the Patriots game. When it was just- Zach, I have my own story, but I am curious of where you were and what happened. And I, I don't want to get into politics or, re- or religion. I guess we could. We're two Jews. How is this religious? Well, I just tell you, things are pretty bad. I have my story. I don't know if that was November. I think it was November the 4th, 2016, whatever the Tuesday night was. Mm-hmm. I do not know where this story is going, but I want to hear about the 12 hours from 8 p.m. to Wednesday morning, 8 p.m. What happened? Yeah, right. So I was at my mom's house, because I'm a Jewish boy, and that's what one does. She was rock hard for Hillary, just like six to midnight, all in. And she's been a Hillary supporter since like before it was fashionable, because like, you know, he cheated on his wife and she was cool about it. And my mom, whatever, my mom. Anyway, so my mom loves Hillary. She has like a discarded cup in her, uh, like a display case that Hillary drank from when one time she almost met her or something like that. So we went and my, by the way, she took my daughter to vote. She had voted like three times. So my daughter goes to bed at like eight o'clock, wakes up the next morning. And it's like, did Hillary win? And that's the moment it got real to me. When I had to explain to my then two-year-old or three-year-old daughter, oh shit, no, she didn't. Like she was supposed to, but we don't always win. And Trump's our president. And now just like, fuck it all. So it was weird. Like my mom was like doing the math in her head. And I'm like, you know, he could pull the inside straight. No way, never going to happen. And then like, there we are at 11. And my mom's just freaking out and not and like watching Mad Al cry and the whole bit. But it didn't get real to me. It was almost like one of those sort of, oh, this is a fake dream. Or maybe I've had too much drink until the next morning when I had to tell my tiny daughter that she voted three times and still lost. She went with me, my wife, and my mom. That is pretty funny. You know, I think that actually was a good lesson for kids because one, Kids aren't always going to get their way, so you're a good father for that. But two, she is a Jewish princess. She's going to get her way. Yeah, she also has a father who roots for the Mets and the Jets, so maybe some some loss is a good lesson in her life. Every Sunday, she asks me if the Jets won, and every Sunday, I tell her the same answer. (laughs) No, it's like pinky in the brain. What are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every Sunday. Blues. That reference is so underrated. He loves Animaniacs. We're, like, I hate the kids' shows now, so we're watching, like, bought them on Amazon for $25 a season. They're great. They have them forever, but we'll watch them once. Anyway, she, like, I've never seen this kid roll from, like, the classics. Like, when an anvil falls on someone, it, it still holds up. That's right, go on. No, that, that's great. And just a little side note about Zach's daughter. She's five now? Six, and loves you. Big Six. fan of you. Big fan of me. Let's get her on the show. That's the way to blow up my I'll ego. Her shit right now. Do not wake this girl up right now. I also, before I get into my story, refresh my memory. Speaking of refreshing, she has a flushable toilet in her own personalized bathroom. Well, all toilets are flushable, but hers is like the movie theater style, where you raise the hand or move out of the way. Yeah, it was a spatial issue, logistics, with when we renovated our, our apartment, and our contractor couldn't figure out how to put the handle in so that it didn't flush like automatically, because that's just what contractors do. So the solution was one of those like movie theater style ones. The problem is like if the cat goes by it or there's too much light, it flushes on its own, so we have to have a schmata over or a towel a, a towel for the shicks is li- listening to this episode yeah, so yes she has her own bathroom and a and one of those electric toilets that every six months you have to change the batteries and of course it's on the biggest shit no one's ever taken it's never like oh i peed and the toilet stopped flushing no it's oh my god it, it, it's all out of me batteries need to be changed god i think that's great just picturing like a tiny little girl who's like her has her friends over and just like no guys we don't flush our own toilets here in the just walk away and it flushes <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> i in my bathroom i've got the crank because 
come, you know. You couldn't pay me to touch one of those with my bare hands. I am yeah. such a germaphobe. Like, it's always foot all day at the movie theater, at anywhere. Wait, no. you footed my bathroom when you came here? No, I just peed in the tub when I was at your house. Why would uh, I do that? That works. Like the fraternity, yes. <laughs> We've all been there. Four years ago, I was invited to Big Mike and the Queen of Scream, Lauren, whose episode just came out, for a political election party. I don't know if we were celebrating as much as we want to see what was happening. I don't know if you know this about me, Zach. I'm kind of a dick. I showed up wearing the shirt I am wearing right now, which you can see says tough, tough love. And it has a picture of uh, brass knuckles. And the color of the shirt is the most red shirt that I owned at the time because I showed up as a, as a troll. I was let's go Trump 2020 or I guess 2016. Here we go. And I showed up really just to be a jerk because Why is tough love knuckles offensive. Is that like a battered wife joke or is no. it just, that was terrible. All the pieces are there. It was just wearing, show up wearing a red shirt. People had, people treat politics like sports these days. The way with the, I mean, you've seen in the last four years, the red make Allen great again hats that they have, right? Tons of make Allen great again. Yeah, there's tons of those hats everywhere. People sport these shirts and everything like it's a sports game. And I wore a red shirt as sports a game? Yeah, sports ball. Sports ball, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> So I show up in a red shirt and we're sitting there and the queen of Staten Island shows up who is one of the better cooks I know, Gerilyn, with rice balls. And a rice ball is rice with cheese that you freeze, then you bread, then you fry. And then she made a little vodka sauce on the side. And I have never had a rice ball before. And everybody is sitting around, basically sitting shiva, watching this election like, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening. And now I don't watch a lot of political news, but when you see, you know, the CNBC, and the CNN's going, nope, he still got this. If he just wins this, this, and then this, and then this, and then this. Meanwhile, we flip on Fox News and they have champagne open like, oh, pour yeah. the bubbly, guys. It's over. Wait, we got it. Earlier. Oh, my God. They were, they were loving it. Everybody at this party is so upset and they were so sad. And I showed up in a red shirt because there's no way Trump was going to win. And I am just eating as many rice balls I'm like, oh, this is crazy. I can't. Can you guys pass the vodka sauce? Can I get a little more of this right there? And I was actually worried that on my way home, people would look at me like, hey, hey, Jew boy, what's up with that red shirt? You're a Trump guy? Like, what's going on? Like, I thought that the sharks and the jets were going to jump out like... When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way. And I was going to get shanked on the way home because I really was just trolling New York City. Getting shanked by Dancing Street Gang. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about you. Now, I was not here back in, and certainly 2001 and the Towers has much less significance to me because I didn't move to New York until much later. But when I was going to work the day after... 2016 oh, election. It was somber. Am I it wrong? Was somber. It felt, I don't know what 9 11 was like, but to me, it felt very. People My wife into, was like someone crying on the train. Right. You were you were at the coffee shop. You're like, can I get a vente mocha? Fr-? Excuse me, would you like a tissue to blow your nose, sweetheart? Like, people were really upset. That's a great uh, pickup line. You pick up her venti and uh, give her a tissue to come. That, that's an easy takedown. <laughs> people are vulnerable. Trump just won. Let's, let's, let's do this thing. It was pretty nuts. Now, I, I guess I had something else. I This came up recently. I'm curious on your take. Somebody, uh, again, it was also Lauren, the Queen of Scream, was kind enough for a- Why is she the Queen of Scream? Or have I to find out by watching the episode? Does she just scream a lot? Is she She loves Halloween more than you love anything in this world. Oh, I hate those adult Halloween people. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's no other answer than just, yeah, they fucking suck. Like, so for in costume. Football Sunday last week, she made, she baked something at home and she sent it with Mike to me, knowing that I was like, ooh, you bake something because I comment on all her stuff because her bakery looks incredible. And then that means I get a slice or two of something she wants to make. She sent it to me in one of those little Tupperwares. It was red. It had a little thumb. And so I ate it all week. And then when I saw Mike for Sunday, I washed it or washed it, as we say in Baltimore. And then on Sunday, I made a point to say, thank you so much. Tell Lauren this was incredible. At which point I was met with four people going, what the hell are you giving him? I said, well, she made me something in a little Tupperware. I wanted to give the Tupperware back. They go, would you give a Ziploc bag back to somebody? I said, you always give Tupperware back. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm always. with you. So here's my logic. And if you lose the lid, you're, you're like a pariah. You get, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a container. It's, it's, it's a vessel. So that's how I feel about it. And somebody said, no, if you have a Tupperware container that you can drop on the floor and it doesn't break, you don't have to give it back to somebody. That's stealing. That's even better. If it breaks, that's shit. If you, if you're essentially giving you a lifetime product, that's not okay. That's theft. So you're with me on this. Thank you. You are now the second person who agrees with me. Everybody else goes the other way. Here's my logic. Etiquette. She gave me food. I want her to give me more food. I feel like I will get more food. So you're just going to keep pissing the Tupperware back and forth? Like, you give it back to me when it's full, and I'll keep giving it back? It's- Am I saying crazy stuff here, Zach? Well, they're making the conveyor belt, but sure. I, I just think there's etiquette. You, you washed it. You, you went the full nine. I'm not sure I would have washed it. I would have given it a little rinse. That shit's not sure I would have had Jenna wash it because I don't know how to do any of this stuff. For all you people in television land, that is my wife's name, Jenna. Um, my wife! Exactly, her. I haven't seen the new Poor yet. I heard it's funny. It's more of the same. The same is funny. It seems better than anything else on TV. But yes, I, you have to give Tupperware back. If it's if it's glass and you drop it, like uh, yeah, you can't give a gla- you have to no, give no, glass. No, 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 no. They're not but, saying but that's how you test it out. They're no, saying well, that it, if it's the type of Tupperware, no one's that- giving glass. You don't give glass. You give the plastic one. You expect it back. Now, if it's soup, now yes, if it passes the fold test, if you can like fold a piece of crap, if you give the eyeball test and you think it costs under $3, you don't necessarily have to. Well, that's what this like- was, sir. This was the eyeball test. This was the four for like $2 Tupperware here. This, yeah. 50-50. I mean, we have good Tupperware here because we're, we're those Jews. We're the, we're the fancy Jews. I still think you offer. She could have said, no, 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 I don't want that piece of crap back. And then then, it, then you know where you stand in the future. Like this wasn't the but- Tupperware that you burped. This was, okay, maybe it wasn't even Tupperware. Maybe yeah, it's you- like the Ziploc con- container that one of my friends said that's a step up from the chinese food containers and i was like those are good that's what i said all right i'm glad i have a friend i saved some of those but i'm also the well every Jew has this the plastic bag full of plastic bags now it depends some display them more prominently than others we try to hide ours but i I do know some that just have it out you know just they just own their shame all right plastic bags are hard to come by these days it's 30 cents at the supermarket so zach you are another person who requested to be on the show, and like everybody, I believe it or not, I actually timed this out because I thought to pencil me in. I can keep going questions because I have many. Is there something you wanted to say? Is there like because you said I want my platform, I want to tell the world what I think. Is there something you want to say right now, or should I just no? Keep I having- came in totally unprepared. I've already finished my beer. Should I probably get another one, or should I have Jenna go get me one? If I, Jenna! Bang, on wall, if I bang on this wall, I wonder if a beer will show up. The best is when your five-year-old daughter is like, "Here, Daddy, I already started." it for you she doesn't mind she won't have beer she thinks it's like too adult it's man or man drink but she'll take like wine or like sips of fingers of mixed drinks but she's nervous about beer all right whatever well then my next question is and she's only the designer drinks 
I mean this with the utmost respect. When did you become like this and how did it happen? Well, it wasn't like, you know, Tuesday, September 4th, it just happened. No, it's just I'm born and raised in New York, maniac single mother. So she just, you know, told me what, I don't know, there's honesty in our house. It's just say what you want. And watch what you say. Yeah, and we'll hug it out later. I mean, you can say, you know, go fuck yourself. If if it's said with with love or with humor, it's fine. If it's said with malice, well, then she's going to scream back. And within anywhere between one hour and three days, we'll we'll hug and we'll be best friends again. It was just an evolution of just, I don't give a fuck. Like, if you don't like me, I'm fine with that. If you do, I'm fine with that too. I'm not going to put on a show for somebody that I just met. That's bananas. Zachy, I'm with you, buddy. And I think I, when I first met you and and Eric, you know, when I started playing on your team. He puts on a bit more of a show on our team. He's way more PC than the two of us, but I remember meeting the two of you and going like, wow, I, I want to be friends with, I, I have plenty of friends, believe me, I don't need any more. But when I met the two of you, I was like, I can be friends with these two guys. And it started off as like, hey, come hang out at football. And Eric gave me this, this side eye look of like, is he trying to bang me? Like, what's this kid about? Absolutely. But it was like, uh, you seemed like fun people. Now I'm on your side. He I didn't t- have to try to bang me. It was just naturally just. <laughs> you say what you're thinking. You think what you say. And I think that's the way to go. Although I fear it can get you into trouble every now and then. Yeah, but I'm okay with that too. As long as it's not like work trouble or like family members not speaking to me for days. But if it's just like trouble with a stranger, like, hey, you don't like me, but I'm never going to see you again. But we met this like football thing for two hours. Yeah, I'll say what I want. And if that person is like eight people there and one thinks I'm the worst, well, that's fine. So it's funny that you bring that up because that happened to me somewhat recently where I went daily. No, I went somewhere and do you know what I've said recently? This usually happens when I travel internationally. I will have a very nice experience somewhere and the person- Yeah, you don't play well in Japan. (laughs) Well, I think it was in China actually. You know, the waiter comes over and every restaurant thinks you're coming back the next day, the next week, the next month. And you know what? I was in Greece last year or maybe this was China two years and they're like, you guys have a great time and please come back and see us again. And I looked at the person because it was the last day of a trip and I went, this was lovely. We will never see each other again. That seems unnecessary. So you're wait a minute. My standards, it's unnecessary. <laughs> this person's on minimum wage. They're doing the best they can. Just say, yeah, absolutely. Okay, but my point is like, I, this, so this happened somewhat recently. I'm berate some, some, some waitress. That's not berating them, but this happened recently with some friends of friends where it was like, a, oh, this was fun. You guys should come back and visit. You know, like nothing I hate. I hate the, oh my God, this is great. You should come back another time. I was like, no, like we're not friends right now. Like, I also hate when you bump into someone. Yeah, we should get drinks. So let's get coffee. Yeah, we're going to do that. But you both know you're not. It's just trite conversation. Never. I will never do that. Never. I usually just give a, eh, okay. Right. Like the Larry David. eh. This happened to me actually recently where uh, somebody, as we were doing like a big wrap up, somebody goes, hey, Snyder, do you want to play poker with this person, that person? I I turned and I said, maybe. And she said, why not? And I looked at her and then somebody in the reading goes, because when he commits, he's actually going to do it. I, no, I am not ever going to say like, oh, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Maybe in real life is the same as maybe on Evite. It means you're not coming, but you're just being polite. Exactly. No one has ever maybe an Evite and actually showed up to the party. So for me, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. And so I'm never, I will give you an I don't know before I give you a maybe. Or I'll just say, no, can't do it that night. Let me check my schedule. And it's not happening. Uh, Little fancy here. Yeah. I'll, I'll sometimes even say, no, that's not for me. <laughs> and just then the next one who speaks loses. Wait, what do you mean it's not for you or why? It's not for me. It's just not. Uh, yeah, I've been compared to Larry David with less success or like, you know, Woody Allen and Billy Crystal's love child kind of thing. Just, uh, ah. 
know, I like that. You know, you want to talk about less success when you're bored later, go into YouTube and Google Larry David stand up. It is painful. It is painful. No, it's not. No, it's it doesn't translate, dude. Yes, it does. It's fantastic. It's very good. It's different. It's unique and quirky, but it's, I I love everything he does. Even since he looks around the room and goes, it's not going to happen tonight and walks off. I wish I could do that at work. Just we'll show up to work and say, I don't have it today. Or you guys aren't my kind of audience. I'll see you tomorrow. We'll all come back with two new ideas tomorrow. You know, you were talking about one of the better stand-ups of that's bombed before. Norm McDonald never made it super big. He had so it. He's so good. But no, Norm McDonald is very, very funny. So good. I heard a story. I was listening to a podcast where he bombed so bad one time at like some resort, some big concert, and people slowly started walking out. <laughs> He went to the door and stood there and shook people's hands. The waiter. he goes, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. It's just whenever, so good. Norm is great. Whenever somebody asks, like, you know, some, like, so very often I'll say, you guessed it, Frank Stallone. And just see if they get the reference. And it's the ones who do lose it laughing. Yeah, it's really a shame when it comes to comedy that, in my opinion, one of the better comedians ever was Norm and Dave Attell are two of the funniest people who have – I mean, most non-comic fans have never heard of either of those people. They really have. I've got a, I've got an Irish friend from Boston. And I was like the first Jew we met in New York. He said, "You look just like David Tell." I said, "It's that's a horrible thing to say." Like, Maybe I do. It's a profile. All right, is that who people compare you the most to as far as the looks? No, I've gotten the looks. I've gotten Jason Biggs, which he's way better him, looking than you. That absolutely, is, uh, yeah. And I've gotten the pothead from Road Trip, with like he was like higher hair than me. But no, my buddy. Uh, well, Schwartz, when Road Trip came out, I had a better hairline. It came to bed here. So my buddy Schwartz is a dead ringer for that guy. So you're not him, but I actually think Atel might be your doppelganger. That's not horrible. Not great. He's also like four foot eight, like I am. It's a mess. I had long hair for a hot second. Where the picture. it made me look like Tim Lincecum, which was great because I was big time Timmy Jim for a little bit. I even went to AT&T in San Francisco where I gave the beer wench my uh, license and she goes, you look just like our little Timmy here. I was like, yeah, I, I guess I kind of do. I'll take that at least with long hair. Nowadays, happy to have anything. The one that I get that I'm not so sure about now, hopefully it's a compliment because of my personality. But even when I was doing driver's ed forever ago, I got... You remind me a lot of Adam Sandler. And I remember thinking, that's not a compliment. Like looks or personality? Oh, a kind of little combination A. A little egg-shaped head thing, but you don't look like him. It's the the nose. It's the chin. I used to wear my hat kind of sitting a little high like that. My sister took driver's ed with the same guy I had, and he didn't even know we were related. And we were driving one day, and she's made a comment like, oh, I live over in Pikesville. And he goes, wait a minute. Are you with that Adam Sandler-looking motherfucker that I used to drive around? So you, so you really did live in the wire? I did not live in the wire. It was You lived in the wire. <laughs> All right, Zachy. Well, we have reached that portion of the show when I did not even have to tell you. Maybe you know, but I'm sure you don't care. We're going to do some trivia. All right. Being in the spirit of election, I had to make some questions that personally I think are way too easy, but I want our listeners to have a chance to get these questions. Now, here's the problem. I usually do very well on your trivia. So you tell me they're too easy, it's going to be a nightmare. Here's what we're doing. We're doing questions based on presidency election sphere is what we're going to go with. Okay. No pen, no paper. I'm just going to spitfire. You're going to go from there. Are you ready? Sure. Let's dance. This is a two-parter. One, name of Gerald Ford's wife. Gerald Ford's wife. I don't know. Like, Do you want me to give you the second part? It might help you out. Sure. What clinic did she start? Oh, Betty Ford. And what is that clinic for? 
rehab substance abuse <laughs> aka alcoholism and other drugs l'chaim to everybody listening I'm empty, and where is that fear? I texted for it. I'm glad I gave you the second parter. That's like, see, that's just fair because if this was a written test, you would have seen part two and been like, oh, Betty Ford. Yeah, I got that. All right. Well, trust. I actually didn't know they were married. I didn't really. I thought she was like from the Ford Motor Company. What the fuck do I know? For drinking well, and driving? Okay. Sure, why not? Question number two. How many electoral votes to win the election? 270. That is correct. I didn't even give you a plus or minus. You were on your own for that. Question number three. Who was the first vice president? The first vice president was John Adams. Correct. He was then also the second president. So very good. He was. Beautiful. Question number four. Spiro Agnew was Nixon's first vice president. Where was he from? Maryland, because it's always Maryland with you. Baltimore, Maryland is correct. (laughs) He grew up in the wire. Do you not know the story of what happened? You know he had to resign because of a scandal? Of course I know that, yeah. Did you go to Spiro Magnu Elementary? I did not. But uh, I have a great uncle who was boys with him. Uncle, also kind of corrupt. The guy it's I was Bal- almost... Yeah, it's Baltimore. That's what you do. Crab no. cakes and crab cakes and Crab cakes and football is what we do, mofo. Yeah, what, what's less... Uh, I guess the Ravens are good. The Ravens are very good. Current MVP, motherfucker. Question number five. Raining, not like this year. He's got a flat tire this year. We'll see. Oh, a Jet fan. I, I, I can't talk shit about anything. Seriously. Take it easy, LaMichael P. Ryan. All right. He had one good play. (laughs) Question number five. Who was Reagan's vice president? Should I do the accent? Is it Dana Carvey or uh, George George H.W. Bush, Herbert Walker? Give give me some shit. Go ahead. Thousand points of light. I got nothing. (laughs) Read my lips. No new taxes. It's a great Carvey story where he met Bush, apparently, and he said, you know, your impression's pretty accurate. You know, call that security guy and come in. He was, like, doing it. He was making prank phone calls to people in the Bush voice. Everyone bought it. He said Bush was rolling. That's great. It was like he called people into the office. Everyone thought it was actually Bush. There is There was a video going around years ago. This is one of the more terrible things that have ever oh, made me. scared the crap at me. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> Jenna, come here, Jenna. Come say hi, baby girl. You want to say hi? Is it Zoe or Jenna or both? Oh, Jenna. What? You're emotional from watching This Is Us? Oh, I forgot that was tonight. Thank you for the beer. I texted for a beer. How sad am I? (laughs) How sad are you? Not half as sad as her who just watched This Is Us and she's bawling her eyes out. It's halfway through. But meanwhile, I was playing just banging on the the wall. But yeah, in my house, you text the wife for a beer. The wife brings you a beer in tears. That's how it's done. (laughs) One of the saddest things I've ever laughed at, and this is terrible, and nobody knows this, but I'm just admitting things, so why not? There was a Twitter meme that was going around years ago. Now, when HW was still alive, you know, he was a big part, I think, of the Houston organization. I think he lived down there, and he showed up to games every now and then, and they'd, they would wheel him onto the field, and everybody would cheer. And towards the end, it, when was it was it getting... the Rangers? Because his son owned the Rangers. Is it the Rangers? I thought yeah. it was at the Houston game, but all right. Oh, so there's, there was a meme going around where they, again, they wheel – hw onto the field and he is i think this was like a couple months before he passed away and i mean he is barely holding on and the meme says when people ask me what i love the most and the video was of hw who gets on the field and is just shaking and he's holding a baseball and he holds it up and he's smiling (laughs) he's showing the baseball (laughs) 
It is terrible. It's like when people ask me what I love the most, and it's HW showing this baseball, and I think he died like 40 days later. It was really bad. You know, that's the problem. You, you, there's really no difference between your last like 10 days and your first 10 days. You could see like a little kid doing the same thing holding a baseball, and then like a 90-year-old doing the same thing. But, you know, his son owned the Rangers, and that's, you know, he didn't get his dream job. He wanted to be commissioner of baseball. Seelig got it, so fuck it. said he became the president, president of the free yeah. world. Okay. Good for him. All right, Zach. Well, as we wrap this up, this is your time. Plug what you want to plug. Say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. Go what you want to want to do. Plug what I want to plug. I'm not going to plug anything. I'm here to, to do this. I got no product to plug. Yingling, the first beer. I don't know. I got nothing to plug. Anything else you want to say to the political. masses? I'm not going to to the masses. No, tell people you want. I mean, it's whatever. It's just your time. I always give every guest to say, I just wrote a book. I just. I did write a book, actually. I'm a published author. Most people don't know that. I Yeah. You can Google it. When I was in uh, high school, I was 16, my idiot friend, and uh, we were just sitting around in the summer probably watching Beavis and Butthead because that's what you do. And my mom was just prattling on. As she, that's what she does. And I said to her, hey, mom, one day someone's going to write the definitive book like for teenage kids, for all the things your parents do to annoy you and embarrass you. She goes, well, why don't you guys do it? I go, we're not going to do it. She goes, it would look good on your college application to get a le- nice letter of rejection from a real company. Okay, fine. So she was, she was in publishing, so she knew like an agent and something. So write a sample chapter, send it to this agent. So we sent it to this agent who sends it to all kinds of companies and Time Warner actually decided they wanted to publish it. So me and my friend, she go, fuck, we have to write this thing. It's just like some, some whim. It's not the great American novel. It's like a list of don'ts, little blurbs. It was called How Not to Embarrass Your Kids. It was hot for 12 seconds in like 97. And we were cool in high school for 12 seconds in 97. Then somebody did something and we stopped being cool again. But yeah, we had like three hot, hot days. Sold it in like 10 company, countries and made almost no money. But yeah, we had fun with it. Wow. Well, all right. Well, that's one more thing I, I did know. Book, as they say in the critic, buy my book, Underrated Show. Underrated Show, available on iTunes, Kindle, Nook. My book? No, go buy the actual thing. Go to a bookstore like it's 1997 and buy the thing. You can get it on your Kindle, but it's, it's a book. Go buy it. You'll have it. You can display it like a badge of honor that you read a book. It's like 40 pages. Enjoy. Things go viral sometimes years after. Like, you know, the, the meme that was going around this summer of like the the big black guy and his massive cock. Do you know he's been dead for like a year or two already? I have no idea what you're talking about. You have no idea what I'm talking about? Oh, you definitely don't. I sent it constantly. I sent it to everybody. Some of them were really good. Right, but Um, do you know that guy, his family has already started like a foundation for him to raise money for all the memes that have been going around. That guy's been dead for a very long time. You might die soon and your book, Underrated Brother, whatever it was called. Underrated Brother? (laughs) How Not to Embarrass Your Kids, 200 Don'ts for Parents of teens buy my book wow. i get I, literally no money if you buy it it's not worth the paper it's printed on to send me that check buy it it's a good time yeah it was it was dated and uh, we were told it was a little too jewish but you know zach elias and travis goldman wrote it it was published in germany they gave us twice what america did reparations terrible no <laughs> they owe us um, you, know, you know zach i did not know where this conversation was going to go when we first we just got canceled. you got canceled not me i never thought this was going to end up with you plugging a book at the end yeah you told me to plug something i'm plugging my book from 97 and making nazi jokes at the same time i thought you were gonna plug your hair or something you know i I should be so lucky buy my book and i'll afford hair plugs hair plugs hair plugs i think the i think the thing is that the the, the pills are working Uh, maybe it's mind over matter but if you don't mind it don't matter i don't and as long as you know mr kanish still works 
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of Booze Your Daddy, Zacharias Elias. You've been a great guest. Every episode, episodes come out every Wednesday, every Saturday. Make sure you download, give us a good rating, five-star reviews. Zach, thank you so much for being a part and of this. And Yelp so that you can counteract that girl who didn't care for his antics. Was it Yelp or where was it? It was on Apple Podcasts on a different podcast. That doesn't count. All righty, daddy All right. out. Daddy out. We out.